Welcome, welcome, Scara. I'm Jen. I'm Jen Sullivan. I just changed my name. Oh, by you the way. changed it? I went to the Social Security Board and everything. It's it's a it's a bitch. Let's be honest. What do your parents think? Uh, I'll find out after them. this podcast when they hear about Wait, it. They didn't know that you changed your name. I, they know I am. So I made my last name Goldstein my middle name. So hi, I'm Jen Goldstein Sullivan. You are Jessica Matlin. Welcome you, to Fat Mascara. This, this whole last name thing is like totally tripping me off. Oh, I shouldn't have led with that, huh? No, 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 no. Because I'm thinking about what to do for my little nug. All right. Yeah. That Stay is tuned, interesting. Listeners. So you have this the middle name is Goldstein and the yes. last name is Sullivan. Jennifer G. Professionally, Sullivan. like, do we have to change your name on the podcast? Slo- slowly but surely, we will do that. So it's me, Jessica Mountain, and Jennifer Sullivan. Hello. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. So what are we going to talk okay. about today? All right. So we're going to talk about a few things. One, we're going to like start kick off with a bang labiaplasty. Whoa. Go in there. Okay, I'm going there. Then, can a shoe brand succeed at creating a skincare brand? Ambitious, right? And then fall's new hair color. It's very pretty. Plus, we have such a killer guest. I am so excited. We have Two-Faced co-founder Jared Blandino. He's here to talk sparkles and shimmer and cocoa and better than sex and all the good things. Let's get into it. it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara.
Wow, I don't know how to get into this, but let's just go let's there. Let's just talk about labiaplasty, okay? And just for those who don't know, a labiaplasty is the labia, which is, I'm going to get very... And they uh, get plasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so the labia is... I, I think we got inner and outer. Inner and outer Part labia. of the vulva. And it's this is the... The part. lips. Yes, yeah. All right, okay. I did it for you. Okay, so the your labia comes in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, you had a conversation with the doctor about this, and yeah. I've been dying to hear what you learned. Okay, so I just I feel badly because I don't want people looking at their labia after this and getting all neuro- neurotic about it. But this is something people don't talk about, and that's why I was like, no, tell me on the show because okay, I want right, to know. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm talking to him. His name um, is Dr. Erez Diane, D-A-Y-A-N. And um, Dr. Diane, I'm so, sorry if I mispronounced your name, but you were fabulous. So he's a plastic surgeon. So yeah, Dr. Diane is a plastic surgeon, and we actually met to talk about um, a great new technology that I'm going to be writing about for Harper's Bazaar, and I'll bring it to you guys too. But so we talked about this technology. But then at the end, he said, well, you know, you can also use this technology of labiaplasty. And he's just whipping through his phone, showing me, you know, some face stuff. And then suddenly, bam, vulva's in your face. Vulva's in my face. But when you see the the vulva up close, it looks like this abstract thing. Without like, very, context. Like Georgia O'Keefe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't understand the before and after pictures, because to me, Both the vulvas look- on the left look like fine. Like the vaginas on the left look fine. And the ones on the right look fine. They just look different. And I said, wait a second, how many of these are you doing? I, like my mind was blown. I think his PR was kind of surprised that we now we're looking at like, you know, triple X photos. Yeah. And he said, well, this is a really popular procedure. And he was not pushing and he wasn't like, this is amazing. I do it. Yeah. But he said, you know, a lot of people get this done. And I was like, yeah, like probably like after childbirth, 50s, 60s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, no, millennials. He said, that's my really? biggest, yeah, like the biggest base of people who want labiaplasties. <sighs> and I said, why do you think that is? And he said, well, this made me laugh. I thought he was going to say porn, but I think at that that's point. That's what I was thinking. I, you know, that's a logical thought. But he said, Lululemon. He said leggings. all of the leggings, all of the leggings. I don't think he was calling out just Lululemon, but you know that. But this, tight clothing. Tight clothing. People want to wear like short shirts with it or a sports bra. And, you know, I never thought about my labia in my life until really like the last year. Okay. Just because of even like just the last few months because you're pregnant and all that shit. Yeah. But like once I saw him, I was like, "Is are my friends or are our listeners thinking about this? I'm really curious. Are, is this something that you guys think about? Yeah. And I've, I've gone through like I actually have looked at these pictures because when I first heard this was a surgery, I was like. All of a sudden, wait, is this the thing I have to worry about? And you look at the pictures and I was like, I think I look like the before pictures and maybe not the after pictures. But I never even thought that it was the after pictures look like babies. It's very <laughs> odd. And so then you told me and I heard this from my friend who yeah. also works in women's health that how many vaginas did that OBGYN say she saw a, like in her lifetime? So- oh, so when I, when I brought it to my gyno. Yes. OK, so I went for like one of my 18 billion gyno appointments lately and I go and I just was like, hey, um. Like, you know, everything's cool down there, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, all right. And, I, and she's like, why are you asking me? This is like once we're in the office after the examination. Mm-hmm. And I said, because I met with like this plastic surgeon. Like I was like <laughs> trying to like be like, I know other doctors, lady. And I said, you know, he does this, um, you know, procedure, the labiaplasty. She kind of rolled her eyes and she was like, I can't. She's like, I've seen like 60,000 vaginas. And they all look very different. And she said the only reason why anyone should have a labiaplasty is if it literally like hurts for them to wear pants. Okay, so there's like they're sitting down on their vagina. So if there's an uncomfortable issue, there's a medical reason Mm -hmm. to have it. In fact, I looked into this. You can actually insurance would cover it for some people if they have a medical issue because of it. For example, like friction or it hurts to ride a bike or intercourse is painful. But other than that, when it's purely cosmetic, she's saying they Fours, the afters, it's all yeah, it's all gravy. This is something that um that I think if all the insecurities in the world, I'd really love for us ladies to like shelve this one. I know. I feel like we have to have one. Who is the woman who owns V Spot? Oh, Cindy Barshop. And we didn't even talk about this with her. Well, because, she doesn't do that. Right, because it just didn't even come up. But it's interesting to know that there are new ways to do it, probably that are less invasive than used mm-hmm. to be. So if you have a medical issue, this is yeah. something to look into. But honestly, after I Googled it after you talked about it, I was like I don't need to Google this again because it's just making me feel like, wow, like, yeah, I don't like they're all different. 
I do think the porn thing is a huge part of it. Yeah. So the ones in in uh, in graphic videos like all look the same. But... Yeah, because they've gotten like the three thousand. Okay, so we've all become plastic. inclusive as far as beauty advertising goes. Let's move into the <laughs> adult film industry with that, and maybe nobody needs a label plastic. <laughs> true or not true? True. Okay. <laughs> so from vulvas, let's go to talk about shoes. And Birkenstocks, shall we? Wow, it's just getting sexier it's by our the new, second. Our new side podcast, Vulvas and Birkenstocks. <laughs> that probably is a podcast. It sounds very Brooklyn. Okay, get this. I was so excited to learn that Birkenstock is coming out with a skincare brand. I don't know why I was excited, but except for this is a brand that I have, like, I just have loyalty to. It's like I've worn their shoes forever and ever. And then I stopped and I thought, does Birkenstock need a skincare brand? What's your immediate thought? I, I've never worn a Birkenstock. You I, haven't? No. Literally, I've never not had a pair in my closet since I was like 14. But this is why we're so good together. <laughs> Hold my hand, yin and yang. <laughs> I've never seen a Birkenstock. You look appalled. <laughs> For um, those of you who don't know, they're a cork bed sandal. <laughs> anyway, so they're. So, and I have wide width feet. Like, I have like Flintstone feet. So I, I should be living in them. <laughs> so, as I was planning this segment, I was like, well, I don't really have much to say about it except they use cork the same as the shoe does for moisturizing properties, which I think is oh, a cool natural uh-huh. ingredient. It's a very quote unquote clean beauty brand. <laughs> and then I thought, but it's cool because, like, what other shoe brand has done makeup? And then I stopped. I guess. Freaking Louboutin does makeup. Oh, I thought it was going to be like, does Doc Martens have like a black eyeliner? No, Christian <laughs> Louboutin, former podcast guest, also That's did beauty. That's true. That's true. But he has always been associated with glamour and it's like true. sexiness. And he, and he had the red painted soles, which came from nail polish. Yeah. And so that made sense. He made a red nail polish and then expanded yeah, it from felt there. A bit organic. Birkins, you know what? Maybe it's like. The, Girl, this is the most organic thing there is. It's no, the, yeah, it literally, it's. It is like a lifestyle brand. You know, when, okay, I always ask this question because it pisses me off. Hmm. When brands say they're a lifestyle brand, what does it mean? Emily what Weiss had an mean? answer for us. She remember? said you want to be like Nike, but that wasn't like she's she going said, into towels. If you think about it, it's a brand that you wouldn't mind wearing a sweatshirt with their oh, logo. Oh, yeah. Right. Because many beauty brands, you would not wear their sweatshirt logo. And she was like, don't think about Chanel or Givenchy or whatever. So Glossier, you'll wear a sweatshirt brand yeah. with their logo. So this would be like if Glossier started making sneakers. It's like right, this, and people like, would probably buy this, too. So I'm curious to see if people are going to be into this and think that they have the knowledge and the know-how to do it. Just like I think Louboutin had to work around it. First, they were sold in the fashion area with the sure. shoes. And then as people are like, oh, these are good products, they had their moment. And you what, know? is there like a, a hero or something? Like what kind of products can we expect? I mean, you already they're already out. So they all have... Um, they're all natural and, you know, no phthalates, all that good stuff. With the cork is a special ingredient. But... Moisturizing foot balm, I think, is the hero ingredient, which yeah, makes that, sense. that makes sense to me. And also, I think the, the Birkenstock consumer, like, I think a lot of them probably are not beauty buffs. And might not even be using these things. Yeah. And when they see Birkenstock makes it, it's like an entry gateway point for them to get yeah. into beauty. Do I think they're going to do sparkly eyeshadow? Probably not. That's interesting. They start with a moisturizing foot balm and go from there. So anyway, I just had to bring it to your attention because I loved Birkenstock. And I don't know why I assumed that you would, too. But obviously, you don't love Birkenstocks. Have you ever seen me in, like, a Jesus sandal? No. Is that what you call them? (laughs) They're so cool and comfortable. I even have a platform version. Anyway, we'll see what you she- enjoy them. They look good on you. All right. And any day now, Nike's <laughs> going to have their their lip balm and then we'll all be happy. Our new intern, Luca, she's laughing. <laughs> she's trying. To- You'll meet her later. Okay. But I feel happy that she's laughing on her first day. <laughs> so usually when we talk about hair color, I'm like, trends? It's not trendy. It's your hair color. Mm-hmm. But then every couple seasons, there comes a hair color where I'm like, everybody's doing it. Remember the chunky highlight Spice Girls days? A long days. time ago. Yeah, like the, the um, some, like raccoon streaks or something. I don't yeah. know. And then we had maybe four years ago, there was everybody was doing the brightly colored hair. Aura Our Friedman was started that thing. Rose gold hair. Yeah, rose gold was the thing. So there's this trend I've been seeing, and it's sort of like that. I'm going to call it faded pastel, Mm -hmm. but it's almost as if that color hair that Ara used to do completely washed out. So you're barely, you're like, something's up with that blonde. And you're cool with it. Yeah. Or something's up with that brunette. It's just got a little something. So we were at that Physician's Formula event and the makeup artist had Mm -hmm. it. And I remember I stopped her and I was supposed to be asking about the makeup. And I was like, what is up with your hair? Why is your, it was like a blondish brown. Mm -hmm. I was like, but why is it good? And I wanted to share what she did pink tinted conditioner. So it's not a hair color. To get this faded pastel look, I was like, oh, you can go to your colorist and bring a picture. You really can't. No, I think this is something that if you went to the colorist, I mean, maybe, you know, 
people who are highly skilled like Ara could could figure this out to or make do, it look like it was it. washed but, out. But already. for the average person, this kind of cool washed out look, I I don't spend three hundred dollars on this. If you have, you need lighter hair though. That's the that's the rub. You right? do well. Hey, I have my white streaks, so there's that. But I also was. It? I don't think so. I dyed it once for the World <laughs> Cup. I got very excited and I did temporary color red, white, blue in the streak. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I was very into the soccer for a second. But anyway, it does work on brunettes too because I was looking around online at some pictures. Just using a red or pink tinted conditioner gives it like not that reddish tint you'd get from if you used an auburn hair dye. Right. But like in certain light, you're like, huh. Something's going on there. So if you are curious about this kind of thing, yes, I personally would check out this brand that keeps on getting mentioned by all the colorists, Overtone. People are obsessed with Overtone. It's tinted. Temp- they're not, I wouldn't call them dyes, but there is pigment molecules in them, right? Yes. And I think that, you know, all this stuff is, is pretty temporary. Okay. Then there is Lime Crime, which like, I mean, Doe Deer was so like, she always had like wacky color hair and everything. So mm-hmm. there's that conditioner. DP uh, Hue does um, some tinted conditioners as well, correct? They do. They do. And Christophe Robin does like a tinted mask that I've seen people using. And sometimes even the corrective conditioners, like the bluish ones that are for blonde hair to make it ashier, mm-hmm. if you use enough of it, It'll give oh, you a little yeah, bit of a yeah, tint. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of fun because you can play with it. Listen, if you spent $400 on platinum blonde hair, don't fuck with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, the, they can stain hair. Which is, like, a fun thing. Sam Nybar on my team had, like, a little pink moment in, like, her hair for a minute. And, like, literally it was gone in a flash. Like, it was just very – it was awesome, but it was – you don't have to commit to this the same way. I know. And I want to come up with a better name than Faded Pastel. But this fall, I've been seeing it everywhere. And I think that's it. It's like a, a blush to the hair or something. Blush. It's like your hair is blushing. Hair blush. Hair blush. Is that, is that, I don't know if that's a thing. My oh, hair's too dark it a for thing. this. My hair's too dark for this. All right. Well, redheads, it, it feels yeah. weird because you already have that color to your <laughs> hair. But I might play with it. And so we'll put some links to some of these tinted conditioners that really can Do you want to tie it this. to a sporting event? Uh, are you talking about my World Cup hair? <laughs> don't front on my World Cup hair. Now it's football Here season. Here we go. Olé, green. Olé, olé. Oh, my God. Stop it. I feel like we, there was Birkenstocks in football, and now you're just judging me. I'm not judging you. I'm just like. I, I'm not as glamorous I, 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 I just, as you. I just adore you, Jen. I All just right. adore you. All right. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line. And after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. 
Bonnie Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, everyone... I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. We are here... Oh my gosh, so you just give me like a boost of energy just being here. We are here with Jared Blandino, who co-created the sparkliest, cheekiest brand we know of, Too Faced. I'm wearing it right now. Yay. Lots to talk about. Let's just get into it. Now, Jared, first of yes. all, thanks for being here. I know Thank you have you. a very busy day. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I've wanted to be here for so long, so it's a dream come true for me. I'm here. Thank you. Okay, well, yeah, we've wanted you on the show for a while. So I know that all of our listeners are familiar with Too Faced but they might not know you as well. So I just want to do a little lightning round, just a little icebreaker sure. so that we, we we understand who we're talking yes. to. Is this going to be a drinking game? Because I'm going to need something. We, uh, we, we used to have <laughs> alcohol at our recessions. I don't know why we stopped. Okay. Damn, it's not as fun anymore. Enjoy your water. Okay. okay yeah, thanks. <laughs> favorite ice cream? Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Um, favorite ice cream... Um, malted milk ball. What's it called? I don't eat it a lot, but it, it's, it's malted a milk game balls. Show. There's no rush. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. I was just talking about this. I think it's called malted milk ball. Yeah, just like a chocolate malt or or butter pecan. My sister always got that, and I would steal her so so I could have both. Ooh. But I'm a chocolate guy, and I love malted milk balls, mm. and they make that in ice cream. I love chocolate. Okay. What's on your DVR right now or whatever you want to call it? Okay, on well, demand. truth, I don't know how to work anything. So if Jeremy's not there, I literally just listen to music because I don't know how to make the TV work. But I'm <laughs> totally obsessed with the Great British Baking Show. Oh, it's yeah. Bake my off. crack. I'm mm-hmm. done. <laughs> I started baking because of it. I can't cook. I can't bake. I can't do anything domestic. And I started doing it because it, it was like it looked so creative. And I thought, wow. Yeah. This is a really cool thing. So I've been actually doing it on my Instagram and showing people how to kind of bake as a novice. They should have you on as a special guest. They totally should. I'm ready. <laughs> I know. The celebrity any, should audition, like, yes. producers listening? They wanted me to do a Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, no, I'm waiting for the baking show to call. I Wait, think that was smart they strategy. Really wanted you to do well, I mean, I got a call, but I I mean, I mean, it didn't go that far, but I don't know. <laughs> he gets lots of calls. <laughs> I, get, I get calls, darling. I get calls. <laughs> okay. Pet peeve. Oh, thrift, cheap, cheap people. Cheap mm, people. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, life's too short. Like people who like tip really cheap or people just who buy like- it. Just, All of it. Yeah. Just, you know, don't be irresponsible, but guys like share, have fun. Okay. Like, light it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. 
Um, it could be an oldie or a newie. Uh, I'll tell you, and she's a good friend of mine, but Madonna, she is so soft and she smells so good. She makes me question my sexuality. Oh. <laughs> I, what did what does she wear? Like, what does she smell like? I've heard she smells I, really good. She smells amazing. Like Madonna. Is it floral or is it? Um, it's, it's, it's like a combination of like church smells with sex and flowers and exotic kind of nuances. Like all her albums combined. <laughs> it kind of. And she's so soft and firm. It's like she's. I tell she's like a self teddy bear. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's right. amazing and gorgeous. Ooh, Beautiful. Hot in here. Okay. Most embarrassing song on your playlist. We know you listen to music at home. So what is like Oh my probably silliest. my heart goes on by Celine Dion. <gasps> that I'm sorry. makes me sad. There's a time and a place. Okay. <laughs> when you're in the bath, <laughs> you've had listen, you're you're getting all the feels. Let Celine Dion roll. You're like I sound just like her. Uh, totally, along. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. That was good. I feel like I know you. Right. Oh, it's my turn, right? Let's hush. Let's hush. Staring at Jen. I was like, "Uh huh." Staring at me. Okay, let's get into the beauty stuff. Okay, so this is sort of famous lore in the beauty world now, but you got your start behind a counter, correct? Yes. Whose counter? Estee Lauder. My only Mm -hmm. job ever. Um, and I fell into it on complete accident. I have to imagine, and I don't know if this is true, but you were like a top seller. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I fell into cosmetics, like I like I said, by complete accident. Wow. I was teaching kids art and going to school, and I just fell into it on accident. And um, within, like, gosh, six months, I was the highest grossing um, salesperson within my entire region. I was actually in the smallest store. I was in a little store in Palos Verdes, California, a tiny little store. And I had this, you know, I was in, I was a part of a large region, and there was a huge store um, called Delamo. <clears throat> And I was selling more than their entire counter at my tiny little outpost. Now, did you consider yourself a makeup artist at that point or were you just like selling? No, I, I clicked into it because it was literally doing art as opposed to doing it on canvas because I was I was an artist my whole life. And I went to animation school and I did all this stuff. Oh, neat. Um, but I, I got kicked out of everything because I, I have trouble like obeying rules that I don't find you're a questioner. Yeah, I'm a questioner. I'm a total rebel when it comes to like why. If it makes sense, I'll do it. But if not, you know. Right. And um, so I just found my niche and it was like instilling self-esteem into women um, at the same time as recreating and reinventing somebody through through art. And I just clicked. It, everything clicked. What was your Estee Lauder product that you were like, I'll sell one of these to everyone? Girl. Well, <laughs> fruition and advanced net repair, which was, we start yes, with skincare. Yes, brown bottle, yes. Um, but I was obsessed with, I was obsessed with brows and eyeliner and like, and bronzers and things that I could really just do other things with. Yeah. You know, like A break it out. A versatile, like multi-purpose Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. And just like spin it on its head and I, I would crush up like a blush and mix it with a Chanel eyeliner and, and then I'm melt it I'm sure they love that at Estee Lauder. I, I destroyed every tester <laughs> in the like, tester unit. I don't like your color story. I'm doing my own. <laughs> I would. That's kind of how Too Faced began. I would just destroy all the testers in the department. Everyone hated me because I would like destroy everything. Yeah, that how are you showing. getting all these testers? You they, were just, all, like... they were like at the counters next to me and while the girls were on the phone or, or like painting their nails, I would <laughs> just take whatever out. I wanted. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So, but you weren't, it wasn't like, oh, I've always loved beauty and my Mm-mm. dream is to have a line. No. But once you were Estee Lauder and you were like rocking and rolling, they obviously you had the idea for Too Faced, right? Or Too Faced. Oh, well, like, from the very beginning, of that. I entered into the cosmetics games with, game with absolutely no preconceived notion or idea of it. So when I got in, I was like, whoa, you're all taking this too seriously. You're, you're, <laughs> it's, it's too intimidating. And um, let's make this fun. Like, it's so much more fun to be a girl, especially in the 90s. I mean, you got to reinvent yourself every day and spend time in the mirror and do your brows and do your makeup. Oh, good. It wasn't just me. (laughs) No. And I thought, like, as a boy, as a a guy looking at it from that perspective, I was like, I'm going to be your gay best friend for 10 minutes. Sit down. Honey, who told you that was okay? But let's make it better. (laughs) And, and, you know, but, you know, it was hard for a girl to kind of react the same way I would because there was... You know, there was a sense of either being rude or it being competition. And like if a girl was like, girl, who told you to do that? Oh, so but you I, being a man. As a guy, I'm like, who told you that was OK? Get right, over here. Sit right. down like that. Bro You're is- absolutely right. So can this leads me to something that we talk about a lot on the podcast. Now, I feel like very fuddy-duddy that I keep on like banging this drum. But I'm all about the department store. Like, yes. I love the department store. I love the counter. Like, talking about the 90s. Yes. Longtime listeners will know, like, I, you know, would camp out at Mac and like wait for this guy, Timothy, who I literally thought was like a freaking celebrity. Celebrity. Now I realize that he was like just normal, you know, mm-hmm. like like they were like the rock stars, the yeah. influencers of my time. Yeah. And 
I know that there's so much conversation away for, you know, like, you know, you buy things at like a multi-branded, you know, store (laughs) or online. It changed. But do you think there's still a space for that person? Because I can't get a best friend for 10 minutes at most of these places. You know, one of the beautiful things about kind of open cell is that it it took the counter away. So you were able to touch and feel and play. But there was something very theatrical about the counter. It was like a stage. So you didn't cross it. So there was, do you know what I mean? There was something Mm -hmm. more theatrical and more kind of. I don't know, um, ceremonial about it. It I made you mind, feel special. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind paying more because I felt like... You yeah. had an expert over there. Yeah. I almost thought of myself like, I'm going to approach this like a doctor. Like I'm going to prescribe stuff that you need in in a way, you know, that like a doctor would because it was m- really about sharing my expertise and and my heart with you. Yeah. And when you had the wrong foundation and there was a line of demarcation on your jaw or your brow was all like, you know, jacked up or... The concealer was wrong, whatever. I would approach it like, let let me service you as though, you know, kind of like in a medical way, like how I Mm. viewed a doctor helping me in that helpful way, using using a form of knowledge that I didn't have. But then surrounding it in a candy coating of love, like I'm going to be your best friend for this moment. And together we're going to help you achieve the absolute best version of yourself so you can go out into the world and get everything you want. And that's what Too Faced is to this very day. But even without the quote unquote counter lady. No, no, exactly. So okay. I'm in every product. Like my heart and soul is in absolutely every product that we do. And and I don't work the the way a normal founder or chief creative officer works. I do every formula, every almost every single idea comes from me. I do box copy. I create the boxes. I do counter fixtures. Everything you see and touch comes from me. And mm. it's a bit obsessive. It's a bit controlling. It's exhausting. <laughs> but I don't know how to do it any other way. And everything is so, like, specifically two-faced. It doesn't feel yes. like it's two- kind of wavering. or No, it's a state of mind. Yeah. Two-faced has a heartbeat. And, and I'm in the game for 21 years, not because... You know, I want to be rich. I want to do this or that. It really is. I want to spread my light and I want to make the world a a more beautiful place. And that doesn't just mean from the outside. I want to instill self-esteem and confidence and and humor because we're lacking humor, glamour. Yeah. um, Fun. So it's funny. I actually remember hearing somebody say, I think it was Gabrielle Bernstein. She was like, if you want to be successful, like you have to come from a point of service. It can't just be like the goal. Like you have to, like, how can I help others? So that's just making me think of that. Absolutely. Um, something else like that I find a lot on this podcast is, you know, somebody has this great origin story and like we absolutely adore it. And then they're like, and then I started my line and it's like, whoa, 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 back up. Now I'm not asking you to like tell me about like every business loan that you got, but <laughs> how did you get from behind the counter messing with like, you know, mul- multiple brands and the tester yeah. to, you know, Jen, I know you guys were just talking right outside the studio about, you know, when Two-Face first came to Sephora. Yeah. Like, how did you get from A to like Z? Wow. You know, I'm actually writing a book, so I'm having <gasps> to relive all this right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of an interesting story. It would not be able to happen today because it was done in the late 90s, 1998. Um, there were only really kind of classic established brands then. There weren't The indie category didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I believe Hard Candy came before me and Urban Decay came before me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just came from a sense of it was actually being so naive. We didn't know it was impossible. And so it was just, just like cold called manufacturers. Honey, blind ambition. Really? Like pure ambition. And. And when I worked behind the counter, guys, like I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what that world was. So I would call corporate all the time and just be like, oh, I just had this amazing sailor. Oh, my God. You were that guy. Yes. <laughs> and I was calling presidents of, of departments, not knowing that that was like weird. And I'd be like, why isn't our concealer like this? And why does our face chart look like a grandma did it? And like I, I would send yeah. them products going, we should do this. Like I just didn't know better. Like the assistant that has a lot of ideas. Yes. And it's like, OK. All right. That was a thousand, but I backed it up. I backed my shit up. Yeah. Because yeah. I was the highest in the end. When I left, I was the highest paid salesperson in the entire store. And um, at what point did you leave? Was the brand already in the works on the side? So how did you okay. not get sued? OK. So. So. OK. So I found out where a lab was because uh, Estee Lauder used to take me out to lunch and stuff. And because um, I was this wild kid. And did John Dempsey meet yes, you? Yes, John there? Dempsey I, was my executive at the time. This is like full this circle is shit. So funny. And anyway, so he took me out. He would show me stuff, and we'd have lunch. And um, in fact, he offered me this big job once, and I was like, "Okay, tell me about it." And he's like, "We want you to travel all over. You're going to be here. You're going to be there." And I'm like, "I don't want to do that, but I want the money." <laughs> and uh, why would I leave? Like, why would I jump on a plate? And he was like, "Who are you?" 
But um, anyway, so I found out where a couple labs were and um, called and said, hi, I'm with Estee Lauder. I did not say at the mall. And um, I have this idea. And so they let us in and we created the first glitter eyeshadow. They had no idea you were like the product. No, you know what? It's so true, guys. And it wasn't even like I was lying. I just didn't know better. So they're like, where are you from? I'm like, Estee Lauder. And, you know, which is so stupid because I did that. But I I was. I had. had You weren't lying. So I was there. Maybe it's like a month and a half in and we were starting the first collection. I'm like, oh, I have to leave. I have a shift at four. And they're like, you have a shift? They go, yeah, I have like, I have to work at four. And they, and they were like, what do you do? And I was like, what do you think I do? Like, <laughs> they're like, product, product development in a filter. So funny. I work at the mall, bitch. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The balls. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't even realize that what we were doing was like no, messed up. No, I didn't know how this shit worked. I can't, I love it. This actually, and it infuses the whole brand. And this is the thing that sets your brand apart. I think it's this fantasy land, the humor. Because a lot of times with glamour, you don't get humor. It's all like perfect and yeah. coffee. And we love that about your brand. When mm. you started out, was there anybody else doing that kind of thing? Not that I know of. And um, where does it come from? Is that your personal personality? Yes. Just growing up. I mean, always, I, I'm getting a taste of it. So, yes. Always, always, <laughs> always. I was very creative. Always. You weren't going to do like Bobby Brown neutrals as no, much as I love Bobby. No, because and, we need people yeah. like that, guys. What was your first product? Glitter. So I, we launched with 10 eyeshadows, 10 lipsticks and eight nail polishes. And we did the first glitter eyeshadow ever. I, there, there weren't any before. If they were, I have no idea. I did not know where they were. And um, was this the split pan? Jess and I were just talking. Yes. Was there one called Teddy Bear or am I making it? No, Ooh and Awe was the first glitter duo. Okay, okay. And it came from, I was in the lab working on a matte black and across the lab were all these jars full of glitter. And that's where uh-huh. the lip glosses were being made. Uh-huh. And I didn't know. So I ran over and I grabbed a huge jar of silver glitter and I brought it back over and I said, put this in there. She's like, no, you can't. I go, why? That's for lips. Yeah. And she's like, she was telling me about binders and things, which I didn't understand. (laughs) And I said, then add more binder. What are you talking about? Like, just do it. (laughs) And it worked. It worked. But unfortunately, I wasn't smart enough at the time to know about contracts and non-competes and things. And they sold it to the whole world. Wait, they sold what to the glitter the, uh, that glitter, eyeshadow, that glitter eyeshadow formula? Oh. And it's fine. <clears throat> well, you probably learned a lot of those things along the way, oh, right? Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. But um, I was just so proud that... Wait, so Too Faced could have been the only brand in the world with glitter eyeshadow if you had gotten an exclusive on that formula? Well, in that until formula. Someone, until someone and, else until, in that formula. I mean, you, you, you change it a little here. Wait, you change it how there. did you... Back up. How did you not get in trouble... Like, you know, if Jen and I decide to start another, like, magazine, like, you know, Harper, Claire, you know, while we're at our jobs, I don't think that, um, you know, our president would be very happy. So well, how did how did this all happen? I, I know you guys are cool now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 We're, we're that fine now. Really quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In case anybody doesn't know, Estee Lauder now. Own, well, do they own your company? How do you say that? Well, I think they bought it. Yeah. Uh, you got Don't a, sound so upset. You got $1.45 billion. I can't even say it like a person because <laughs> I'm so stunned. $1.45. I, I got a billion and a half dollars for it, baby. Well, you're, deal. You're breaking deal. records. No. Just in case anybody is not I mean, that, that figure is true. But, okay, so back um, to the... I just don't think about it like that. Like, I, I don't think about it like that. I just feel like... Um, I just have a bigger family. It's like an injection so you could do all the things that Kinda. you want. I, um, yeah, I guess I just can't wrap my head you around that. You have more support. Yeah. I would like 1.45 billion things of support. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, well, okay, you so, know. <laughs> so you didn't get in trouble with Estee Lauder, though. No, when I you was first... too low on the totem pole. Are you yeah. kidding? I was like, please. I'm sure now <laughs> things are probably different. I don't know what contracts look like now when you go work behind the counter. But at the time, so so I was working behind the counter and at lunch, um, we had sold Too Faced into Nordstrom. So I worked at Saks. And at lunch, I would walk down the mall. <laughs> I would. And I'd walk into Nordstrom. I would sell Too Faced at lunch. And then I'd walk back to Estee Lauder. And we got a Vogue feature. And, you know, typically it takes three months to, to go from beginning to end in a magazine. So you would do an interview. Three months later, the magazine comes yeah, out. Yeah. A story had fallen out. So we got a call from Vogue. And it, it was like a four-week turnaround. How did Vogue discover you? Um, because I sent our entire club. I just called people up. I didn't know how it worked. So I called Vogue. I called everybody. I was like, hey, I have this new makeup line. Again, there was no indie kind of category. So they're like, what? Send it to me, whatever. And yeah. I sent them the whole line and they loved it. So we got a feature in Vogue. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yes. And so I'm at an Estee Lauder kind of training and my executive comes in with Vogue and throws it down <laughs> and says, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, oh, my God, isn't it great? Oh, my God. Like, you know, I, th- I thought she'd be so proud. And then I'm like, I think I have to quit. I don't know. So I, I quit. Oh, Did no. you have to um, have a lot of investment to get that to get no. Two Face started? Because like, doesn't it take like a million dollars to think about starting something? 
today, yes, because you don't have the luxury of failing today. I can't even imagine the pressure these young brands have. I mean, I have so much respect for them now. But um, my dad gave me some money. Um, I used a couple credit cards. Nobody, for your first order of... Yeah, nobody would give us a loan. Yeah. Uh, I met some amazing people who believed in me and believed in Jeremy and I. And um, we launched Too Faced and it grew organically and it grew slowly and it grew very, very strong. Um, it wasn't so an overnight success. You and success. Jeremy were together at the ground floor. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We did this together. Jeremy's the business mind. He's the most incredible business mind. We met um, through friends at a hair salon. He, I was getting my hair cut and he came in. I was getting my hair colored. <laughs> and we met and we've kind of never been apart. Um, we met so in nice. our very early 20s. We created Two Faced two years after we met. Your lives and, have certainly changed since you guys met. Yeah, That's... yeah, it has. But it, it's been an amazing ride. This you is know? a good movie. This is like it, it, there it really is. he's writing a book. But can't you just? I'm seeing this all play out. Like you, like some, you're like checking someone out, like while you're talking to the lab. Like okay, have I, a good day, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I want Timothy Chalamet to play you. Can you Ooh, see it, babe? Delicious. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, I I am living proof that if you work really really hard, you want to do good in this world. You keep your integrity. You don't give up. Um, you make one point four five billion dollars. Yeah, you, your dreams can come true. I, I, I was the guy who my friends always got better jobs than I did. They always their lives moved faster, and I was always the one feeling like, why can't I catch a break? Why can't I get yeah. that? Um, but God just had other plans for me, and I needed to wait. And to, even to this day, things take longer than I ever imagined them to be, but they're always ten times bigger than I could ever I dream them that. to be. That's do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, no, I, so it's I having that, faith. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be like, God, I trust you. Like, I don't get it, but I trust you. Do you pray a lot? Yeah, all the time. Very religious. Were you religious growing up? Yes. It's yeah. like Jesus take the wheel kind Jesus of Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. We actually, Jeremy and I listen to um to Jesus calling every single day. We're on our third year. Every single day there's this little there's a I it's on your phone and you can listen to it. It takes about five seconds and you listen to Jesus calling and he gives you just a little Whose voice is it? It's this really cool guy's voice. It's like <laughs> the God. voice of Jesus. It's like God, yeah. But um they just give you little That's a gig. I don't know, just it's just <laughs> affirmations like, and affirmations, things. Affirmations just cool. little tips and tricks to to move through your day and to remember what counts and where your love and your energy comes from and to keep you focused. Because this isn't about $1.5 billion. It isn't about fame in the end, because that shit can destroy you. Uh, money and fame is a magnifying glass, guys. This is what it is. If you're a miserable, selfish, kind of self-destructive person, money and fame will just take you down. It, it I magnifies feel like it. I'm somebody who would be great with one point. Oh, you look like you'd be so good with it. <laughs> I, but honestly, if you're like grounded and generous and happy, the money won't change you. Well, it, I think we all change, but but it lifts you up. Listen, it, it, it you have to figure a way through success. Like yeah. what people don't tell you is the more successful you become, people leave you. People um it's just a trip. It changes the dynamics of everything. It does. Changes people around you. I'm sure you, I'm sure I've changed, but I um I don't think the core of who I am has yeah. changed or at the, all. Or your brand's core values. Or your beliefs. Very, yeah. yeah. And my morals aren't for sale. Like yeah. we've had opportunities throughout the years to make a shit ton of money going to China or going to other places, but I absolutely will never participate in so animal So you don't sell in or, China? No. That's cool. Do you know? I, I feel badly I didn't know that. That's a very, very no, cool. From the very beginning, I'm a vegetarian. Um. I've been one forever and since I was like 17. And it's it's because I saw a cow die. I don't want to participate in mm -hmm. anything that would cause pain or de de degrade anything. Like, I'm just not about that. That's awesome. But I'm not going to judge anybody who does. Like, yeah. you know, right. you do you. I'm not like that. But I don't want to. I don't want that. And I want to spread God's love and I want to spread the light. And I just want to do good in this world. And I want to have a f I want to have fun. Well, you definitely have fun. I'm I having you, fun. Yeah, let's I mean, have fun. You brought the let's fun. break you brought the fun. Listen, I sound like I'm like very good. I'm actually like naughty, but you can be both, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I gotta I gotta get back to like our questions because we have a lot more to ask you, and I know okay. that we could we could probably go off the rails here if we really get into it. Okay. So there are a lot of other sparkly brands out there, not naming names, but like you guys were first in the space uh -huh. of you know like. Like boom, have fun, like love yourself, the whole thing, which Cheeky is like very names, sexy. Yeah, stuff. it's yeah. very like in fashion right now, and yeah. it has been for a while. So, how do you guys stay ahead of it so that you make sure that you're not blurring with all of this? You know, I think I think one of the biggest factors to our success and to why we've been that brand that that captures the it generation, whether you call it millennial, Gen Z, Gen X, or, you know, it it moves every 10 years. Mm -hmm. And the reason I think that we've been able to capture that core demographic from day one and we still have it today is that 
we're just authentic and I'm and I'm exactly who I am and I want you to be exactly who you are. And I absolutely believe that we don't have to be the same, but we must celebrate and love each other for our differences. So it's not about the aesthetic so much. It's about the energy. It, I mean, the aesthetics are definitely who I am and what I feel. And yeah. that's like the core of my of my artistic vision. But um, as far as what I name things and call things and how I move through the world and how I create, it's 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 pure and authentic. And I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm not trying to capture a demographic. I don't use studies. I don't use any of this kind of synthetic shit that will help larger mm-hmm. corporations navigate through what's cool. Like you can't define what cool is. Yeah. Um, and it's just pure. It's just pure creation, heart, love. Mm-hmm celebration of beauty and, so, and instinct. Well, when you're ready to then expand into other categories, you've done shimmer eyeshadow, you've done that. Now you're moving into skincare a little yeah. bit. So that's just coming from a place of, I feel like it's right for the brand right now. Yes. Are you, you going to double down on the skincare, go into other categories? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. What else, what's next? I had a meeting yesterday yesterday about you know, doing something really exciting. They're just, it's just, I, I'll never ever do anything that I wouldn't want to purchase myself. So it has to be, it, you know, it has to go through Knowledge and education. I have to figure it out. I have to learn my way through it. So were there challenges like, okay, I got to learn about dermatology now? Yeah. Well, I've always been obsessed with skincare and I'm a huge fan of other brands. So I really just educated myself over the, over the last several years about what I like, what I don't, what I would change about it, what I wish it did, what I wish I could have, mm-hmm. what I love. And I took all of those things to the labs and worked with some of the best scientists in the world to create what I believe is, to is for me, the most efficacious um, cutting edge, user friendly, um, proactive skincare that I need myself. That will mm-hmm. that will energize and preserve what I've got. That'll keep me healthy and clear. That'll make your makeup better because in the end I create makeup. Yeah. So plump, you know, wonderful luminous skin's only going to make your foundation. What was the thing like? You said you brought that silver glitter over to put it with the black eyeshadow. Was yeah. there a moment like that with skincare where they're like, we don't do that? Yeah, I'll tell you. Um. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I guess I'm getting ahead, but I'll tell you. Uh, when I was an art teacher, we went to a movie at one of these museums, and they were. Um, it was about kind of how the Earth moved and like dinosaurs and things. And they were talking about falling stars and how falling stars that that hit the Earth are um, capture this kind of energy. And there's a That's cool. it's a mineral actually that once it hits the Earth, Earth and it goes through the atmosphere, it holds onto this energy. And there's this mineral that I always kept that in the back of my head. What is that? And they would, uh, I think, um, they they're harvested in North Africa. Africa and, and Morocco and places like that where mm-hmm. I think they fall. Like the minerals are harvested? Yeah, because it's yeah. not a star. It's like a piece it's of outer like, space junk and you see the it's star falling, when it comes it's through the atmosphere. A, right? a star, yeah. I guess, is a mineral and it falls through the atmosphere and it holds well, energy. We're glossing oh. over a little science, but keep well, going. I know. There's a lot more there. But <laughs> I was really always like, I, what is that? Talk to me. So I was I started inquiring about that and we found a resource of that, that uh, this amazing... Extraterrestrial mineral. Yes. And it holds this incredible energy that 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 activates your skin energizes your skin and reactivates your cells plus it's a really pretty story and it's a beautiful story i think it's the story that's yeah. got me and yeah. it gives you a beautiful immediate glow so when you put it on in the mirror you instantly look better so which product is this or well, is, that's it te- my new, is it coming out it's coming out but yeah. i have i i have and now i have a serum and, a, and an spf moisturizer that i absolutely love but when i get in bed at night and i'm putting on my skincare and i'm going to crawl in bed with jeremy i want to look good i don't want to look greasy and heavy i want to look oh, so, i'm like embalmed some nights uh, honey i like layer it up but do you wear makeup to bed I don't wear makeup. I actually wear a little powder and I'll, I'll put a little bronzer, but I'm not like a I makeup I thought we were having person. a Charlotte Tilbury moment when she told us she like puts on a whole face before she goes no. to bed. No, no, but you put on your beautiful skincare. I just want to look my best. So yeah. whether you're kissing your cat, you're kissing your honey, you know, I want to look it. So when I'm in the mirror putting it on, <laughs> this Stardust Mineral just lights your skin up immediately and you look amazing. And then I learned while being at Versailles, uh, I got this amazing opportunity to get a private tour of Versailles. And uh, the woman who was giving the tour told me about how moonlight is dangerous and it affects the carpets and the materials and the wallpapers. Oh, like Stop a full moon. It. Yes, and I was like, "Wait, what? We have to like be it technically affects I need sunscreen it. at we night. We have to be afraid of moonlight." And she and yes, and I was like, "What?" So then I put this light fracturing technology into the even fracture moonlight. So you're you're not getting the constant, you know, assault. Also, can you just stop and say you learned this at Versailles during I your it private at Versailles. tour? <laughs> and then I took it to the lab God. and asked more questions. But I love it. This is how my brain works. I don't shop makeup. I don't look at other brands. I'm not like 
I look at the world and I look at the foam on the wall or the carpet that we're standing on. that's where your inspiration is. So you're you're making it sound very easy because you have so much inspiration. But what's been the biggest challenge for you business-wise? I've always been, I've always, well, I used to be afraid that I would run out of inspiration. But thank God I have more than I could ever use. I have more ideas than I could ever create. So thank God I've got that. So you're good on that. But the hardest thing is, is the fucking business side of it and there are there are layers of just isn't that what Jeremy contract to deal with he, yes but he's amazing but just the bigger you get you're assaulted by a bunch you can be by a bunch of people who don't know shit and somehow <laughs> got into these jobs and they're just causing trouble <laughs> like they're only they're only successful if they cause trouble right yeah. and right. it's that layer of like what how did you get so, here so give me an example like what's something that really pissed you off oh god do we really want to go here yeah we do i just think it's like i just have i just don't want i don't want to wait i'm in a race against time my best friend when i was growing up she died at 18 she had brain cancer and she passed away and in that moment well thank you but in that moment i've i i I started racing against time and i think that's just kind of something embedded into me mm-hmm. and and if you're going to slow me down or you're going to weigh me down, we're not going to get along. Honey, I want wings, not weights, you know, and in <laughs> every like, relationship. We, we need the this efficacy testing. He's like, no, we don't. Put it on the floor. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, we no. do. But I'm okay. not going to wait four months for it. Like, okay. right, they okay. can build a house on TV in seven days, bitch. You get my test like, back. Do and, it faster. Yeah. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? It's okay. like, it's like gr- don't slow down the cogs in the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you feel that since you have a tremendous corporate partner, you've had to kind of change your rhythm? Um, I had to learn to, you mean since the SCL thing? Yeah. Um, well, it's just been growing the business. Yeah, it's just, it's gotten terms. so much bigger. But since, since we, since we joined the SCL family, I had to learn how to dance to a bit of a different beat, but they're also learning how to dance to my beat. And right. I think that when you're an artist and I kind of, I, not to sound like I'm an artist, but I have to think of myself that way because mm-hmm. I don't fit in anywhere else. I'm not a corporate person. I'm not like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. fit in anywhere. So I have to think of myself and what I do is kind of like art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, there are a couple amazing people in, within that um, corporation who know how to deal with artists. So I just kind of align myself with those people mm-hmm. and, and push forward. It's so funny. He literally just answered the next question you were going to ask about how do you retain that sense of fun when you're working with the suits? But I feel like that's what you're talking I about. Lo- listen, if I'll tell you the truth. If I create something and I don't scare a couple of the suits, I, I it worries me. I go back because my whole philosophy is I don't want everyone to like it. I don't want to be beige. I don't want to. Was there a product name recently that you're like, let's call it this? And everybody was like, <gasps> oh, yeah. Well, better than sex, guys. Better really? than sex. The number one mascara yeah, in America and across the world. Isn't that like world. why people like, you know, why people are interested in you guys because of better than sex? I was told by multiple retailers that I could not name a mascara better than sex. I could not put it in a pink tube. Nobody would take it seriously. And that's something that I've just been fighting against my whole life. And when I get that kind of opposition and I feel it in my gut, I fight harder. And we created a whole new category within the mascara world, which is there's how many pink tubes out there, you know, are there. Yeah. And um and I think that when you feel something in your gut, you have to go with it. And that's what I've learned. Follow your gut when there's that little voice inside you mm-hmm. that says yes, yes, yes. And everyone's telling you no. And listen, even people who love you might tell you no or not believe in you because they want you to take the safe road. Yeah, they want to protect you. They want to protect you. But if that little voice inside you says take the road less traveled, follow your gut, you have to do it. You have to do it. You'll always regret it if you don't. A lot of listeners may be quitting their jobs tomorrow. Great. <laughs> no, but you, you gotta be responsible. Yeah. I've always been responsible. But you need to do it. You 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 gotta follow your gut, guys, and you gotta make those dreams come true because nobody's gonna do it for you. It's true. I don't think we can end on a more positive note, but we need to get practical. Okay. What are you using? What do you mean? On like, yourself? Yeah, not like drugs. Like <laughs> I've never done drugs. Like, I'm like, I love champagne. Uh, yeah, I never did drugs. I always just thought like people who did them were so boring. How did you this know? turn into a drug question? I, don't know. I said, "What are you using?" And he was like, looked at me know. like I was high. So I don't know, but that's another thing. Like, like product wise. Oh God! Like, but thank you for the anti-drug PSA. Very necessary. You guys, there are just it's just like simple shit that'll get you through life and not you know blow your whole world up. Like, don't put a needle in your arm. That's very simple. <laughs> Um, but um, from your line, what are some of your favorites? 
oh gosh, what do I depend on and use every day? My uh, good to go SPF 25 moisturizer is one of the favorite things I've ever created. I believe it's the best daytime moisturizer ever created in this whole world. I'd love for you two to try it. I'll send it to you. It is lightweight, but super hydrating. It leaves a beautiful luminous glow behind where it looks like you just got a facial and it lasts all day. Plus, you're getting four different sunscreens that layer together to give you ultimate protection. But if we put makeup on top, is it going to pill? No, no. It we've actually been talking de- about this. Yeah, it's the been pilling designed, is a problem. It's been designed to Face act- dandruff, we call it. <laughs> oh, no, but those are different like silicones and things that are, you don't want that. But it actually will grab onto your foundation and work as a primer. Even okay. if it, What if it's not your foundation? It's another Any, brand. Oh, I don't. I never test things that I create only on Too Faced products. Smart. No, because I'm not going to expect shops like that. Who shops like that? Well, I wish you would, but <laughs> but I don't assume. And you you need to be able to, as a fan of other brands, I use other things, and you want to be able to have it work with whatever you're using. Okay. You know. And what do I use? Like I my chocolate brownie, I'm obsessed with. It's like one of my favorite. The bronzer. Products. Yeah, our new uh, Born This Way powder foundation. It's really nice. Freaking amazing. I couldn't believe you could get that name legally. I was like, wow. What? Born This Way. Why not? I just sounded like someone must have it trademarked sound- that already. Yeah, I would think oh, that I Lady did. Gaga. Yeah, or <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. well, I got, truth. I wasn't even thinking that. It was a joke going on at the time where people were like, I woke up like this, like. Maybe she's born with it kind you know of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It was and a I was combo like, of those two. Yeah. All these girls are spending two hours in the mirror and then they're like, uh, what, me? Well, I just woke up. I'm like, you, no, you mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> so it really came from you want to look like you were born like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, go ahead and lie. Nobody needs to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And one more question is because your hair color is like making me very happy. Mm. Is that natural? Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who my, does your my hair? My blonde is natural. <laughs> Who does your hair color? <laughs> this amazing guy named Sean in, in L.A. He's a... Um, He's a trainer, and he's this amazing guy. How do you get guy. it to be not brassy? I feel like blonde, always, like it's nice and ashy and like yeah. lemony. Yeah. Do you use like a color shampoo? No, no. But I, I sleep in a hair mask. I have I have very thick, coarse hair. It's actually very curly. I wake up with total. Stop it. Yeah, I wake up with a total fro every morning. It's it's funny. Like Jeremy laughs. Um, but I sleep in a hair mask. I have to put what oils and things in it. Um, there's a few that I love. Um, right now I'm using um, what's that bio? What is it called? Bio. Bio. Biolage? Bio. Oh, shit. I don't Give know. us a couple more hints on that. Uh, I, don't know. We'll I talk love later. Olaplex. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Shiwamura. They have really good hair masks. Yes. I love, um, there's a hair oil that I love by Shiwamura. Um, it's working for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. There's a cool brand. I forgot. I'm, God, I feel really we'll bad. We'll find out. We'll put we'll, it on the yeah, blog later. Yeah, we're going to be okay. in touch with your PR. Meanwhile, we have to go quit our jobs and like start a whole brand and be fabulous. I feel like really you. inspired. Mm-hmm. I want you to follow your dreams. I want everybody to do their absolute best. It's your job. There will never be another, another one of you. Think about it. True. There will never be another one of you. There never has been one of you. So leave your mark, whether it's raising beautiful children or just loving your spouse the best way you can or changing the world through your vision of, of what makeup should be. Can I have a question for you? Do you write your dreams down? Do you write your goals down? Any one of those? I'm not organized like that. No, I wish I did. It's all, it just all flows. You remind me of like, um, I mean, I don't know if you guys are friends or not, but it, this conversation reminds me of when we spoke to Charlotte Tilbury and she was very like, live your dreams. And it was very much about like the it's power the of, put it out there. Yeah, like manifestation. So I'm just I don't have, what your vibe is. No, I don't, I don't have like a philosophy or a theory. It's just, I'm, what I'm telling you is I'm living proof that you, your, your job is to figure out why you were born and, and, and do it. Born because you way. matter. You're, you, you matter. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic Thank drop. you so much. Thank, Thank you, guys. you so much, Jared. We adore you. Thank you. Stay two-faced. It's time to raise a wand. First, I like don't even know what to do after Jared. I'm like, uh, I feel inspired. He's very inspiring. He's such a big personality. He, I mean... I, I need whatever he's having. Like, I love when you asked me, he was like, don't do drugs. I was like, he seems like he's had the best stuff. He's just a lo- <laughs> What a guy. I'm, that was awesome. Also, like, he like he has some style. Oh, yeah. He was very stylish. Yeah. I'm going to bring it next he week. He was wearing um like a bomber. He don't wear Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> no. He had a Chanel bag that was the size of a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had some, some nice bling. Let's bring some glamour for him with yeah. our razor wands. Okay. okay, you ready? So I pulled this out of my little makeup kit and you said, do you love them? I love them too. So this is like sort of a double razor wand. It's the Chanel Rouge Rouge Allure Liquid Powder. I'm not even going to call it a a lipstick. It's got a sponge tip 
applicator, but it comes out like a creamy powder. But the texture, guys, it's like a veil of color. It's like it feels satin-y. like it, it's not shiny. It's not matte. It feels like your actual lip texture if your lips were just like the perfect lips. And then the color sort of it so sinks in that it looks like you're not wearing lipstick. That's just the color of your lips. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. So I, I don't like, know how they did it, frankly. It's that good. I know. So um, I guess this is color number 960, which is like... What, what would you call that color? Like a berry. Like a berry? Yeah. Yeah. But I actually have it even in nudes. I can never wear nude lipstick because I feel like I look like a corpse. But the nudie pink color of this, yeah. because it's Oh, I saw a, that one. It's pretty. Yeah. It's, because it's such a natural texture, it doesn't wash you out or look chalky. It's like a rose petal kind of yeah, color. Yeah. It's a really good. And also this tube, there's a lot of product in there because you only need a little bit. Oh, yeah. So just a little bit. I've had this for like four months. It's still going. Don't so. do a don't do a strong squeeze. A yeah, light this squeeze. is not your liquid matte lipstick. Use this sparingly, sort of like a veil of powder. You're gonna color. love it. And yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, people have been asking me when I'm wearing mine, what is that? Because, because it, it has such an unusual finish, texture and to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like gross and matte. It's like pretty. Okay. I also have a lipstick. We did not plan this. No. Okay. And it's another luxury lipstick. It's the Estee Lauder Pure Color Envy, which is, I believe they're like most oh, luxurious. The color payoff on those is It's awesome. Dope. <laughs> Luca is nodding. <laughs> You'll meet Luca next week. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a brand new color. Just dropped at my desk this week. It's called Rebellious Rose. Oh, that's their big color. Oh. And I think it's oh. like it's like one of those it's signature colors, sort of like um, when Clinique did Almost Honey, and then they did a bunch of Almost Honey because uh-huh. people loved it. Uh-huh. Rebellious Rose. Yeah, they do it. In you a like gloss the name? You like a... the name? Too. No, I actually I really didn't know. I took it out because and because they sent a little package. I'm like, this is weird. Just, they sent a whole collection, and I was like, there's just one lipstick, and I opened it up. I was like on the phone. I was multitasking, and I was like, so I gotta go. Describe the color. Um, it's so beautiful. It's like, it's like a deep, deep rose. That feels, can I say like blue toned? Is sure, it like more blue sure. toned? You can. Um, and the color is really, listen, I like, you know, I never understood these girls who are like, I don't like lipstick because they don't like the way it feels. I like to feel it. I like to feel like I have a heavy, like weighted blanket on my lips. This feels so creamy and heavy, but in the good way. Like, okay. and you know, you're wearing lipstick, you feel polished. You feel, you feel, now we've feel, offered people two sides of the lip total, color yes. world. Yeah, the yours is like more natural, cool girl. This is like, you know, bitch, I'm wearing a lipstick. You know, like we are talking right now. Love like it. I want to see you in my office. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fresh, but the color is just so beautiful. And if you have green eyes or hazel eyes, I think the color really brings them out. Just a gorgeous a little tip. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah.